one fine day on a street corner when he broke a street lamp. No more carefree hours. No more doing whatever you want, whenever you want. No more peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. <laughs> morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on when and where you're tuning in. This is episode 37 of the Blue Collar Executive Podcast, and I am your host, Lewis Talby Jr. The Celtic women have a beautiful song that's called Walk Beside Me, and the chorus says, Don't walk in front of me, I was not born to follow. Don't walk behind me, we were all born to lead. Don't walk without me, I might need you tomorrow. Walk right beside me and be the friend that I need. Well, you have a friend in me, so let's go. A few nights ago, I went out for a run. It was dark, so I put on this headlight that my son had given me. It has an elastic band that holds it to your head and it's super lightweight, and the LED bulbs are very bright, so it works great. As I started my run, I began to think about how much technology has advanced. I've told you before that my dad was an avid coon hunter. Well, one of the most important tools for all hunters back then was a carbide light. If you were a coon hunter, you either had one or you wanted one. It had a huge battery that strapped on your belt and a coiled wire that ran up to a light on a hard hat that you wore. It was bright and did the job, but I laughed to myself when I imagined me trying to run down the road with that on. Well, that got my thoughts a-flowing, because there isn't anything else to do when you're running like Forrest Gump alone down a dark road. I was reminiscing about the coon hunting adventures with Dad. Dad wore that light on his head because he said it freed up his hands to carry other necessities. But the funny thing is, when I went with him, his hands were always empty because I was like the pack mule. I carried everything but the light. I had the rifle, the thermos of coffee, the dog leashes, and whatever else, and I followed right behind Dad as he walked through the woods. I didn't have much problem as long as I stayed right on his heels, but once the dogs treed, Dad would get excited and start moving fast to get to them. Well, I couldn't keep up, so I was back there tripping over logs, getting stuck in the mud, and scratched up by thorns. I would eventually make it, and Dad would already be there cheering on his hounds and have that coon spotted with his carbide light. He would then tell me to drop everything and climb the tree so the coon would jump out. This was a tactic he used to train his dogs. Most of the time the coon would just jump out and the race would begin again. However, there were times when I was more afraid of that coon than it was of me and it would just sit there growling and hissing. That may have been where my negotiating skills started because I would plea with it to just jump out. I would say, look, I don't like this situation any more than you do, but I can't get down until you do. And look at me, I'm already more torn up than you. So just do us both a favor and jump down there, whip them dogs, and run away. I would even make up stuff and say things like, that black one has a bad left eye, or that red one hasn't been eaten very well this week, and it's sickly. Now you can laugh at me if you want, but until you've shared a branch 20 feet in the air on a dark night with a rabid animal, don't judge me. Well, eventually the coon would jump, and I would come back down and reload and get back behind Dad. When I got older, I got me a lantern, and that made all the difference. It was like walking in daylight. I could see the path, Dad up ahead, and all around me. Okay, I got a little off topic and carried away with a coon hunting story, but as I think about it, I realize that Dad's carbide light never helped me at all, because he was always walking in front of me. The only way that light would have helped me is if he was walking beside me. 
Isn't that the way it is for all of us as we walk through life? I mean, we've all had those bosses who just said, follow me and take off, or they're always shining their light back in our eyes. That's not a leader. A leader is someone that doesn't just walk in front of you, but they help guide you in every step. And sometimes that means walking beside you until your light or understanding is bright enough to light your own path. There's an old Chinese quote that says to lead people walk beside them. As for the best leaders, the people do not notice their existence. When the best leader's work is done, the people say, we did it ourselves. The reality is that change and progress on a communal level can only happen if the leader has the support, commitment, ownership, and enthusiasm of the people they're leading. And gaining that kind of devotion requires the leader to be working for the greater good of the organization or community. No one will passionately follow someone who is solely focused on their own goals or agenda. So you really can't lead from the front or the back. You have to be right beside your troops, team, or followers. Look at how Jesus taught and led. He didn't walk in front of his followers. He walked right in the middle of them, and they understood that he wasn't leading and teaching them for his own success. Rather, it was for the well-being of everyone. It's the same way with people that are struggling, whether it be on a personal or business level. Someone walking in front of them with a flashlight isn't going to shed any light to help them in their situation. Just like I followed on Dad's Hills, it might work for a while, but sooner or later they're going to get tired and not be able to keep up, and will again be sitting there alone in the dark. When I was struggling with anxiety and panic attacks in my early 20s, most of my close friends and family told me to pick myself up and get on down the road. Their intentions were good, but they didn't understand my situation. So while I would try to push on and keep up with them, it became more and more difficult. The only person that helped me in that situation was my mom. This is because she had struggled with the same problem when she was my age. So while my friends were well intended by pushing me or pulling me with their lights, it didn't help me in that dark place. But mom walked beside me and understood what I was going through. And that helped me out of the darkness by allowing her light to be enough for both of us until I could get mine going again. Ben Franklin invented the street lamp because he realized that some people may not have a bright enough candle, or a candle at all, to walk down the road safely at night and avoid tripping over stones or other hazards. So he put a candle in a glass casing and hung it outside of his house. He then encouraged his neighbors to do the same. Before long, his street was entirely illuminated, and you could walk down his road just as safely at night as you could during the day. The point is, whether you had a burnout candle or no candle, you were okay because others were lighting the path for you. I've coached baseball players from the age of four to adults, and I've learned that you coach different ways for different ages. When kids are just learning how to hit, catch, and throw a ball, you have to coach by being beside them and teaching them every fundamental that they need to properly do these things. Sometimes that even means teaching them how to put on a glove and hold a bat. As they grow and know the fundamentals, you can back off a little, but you still need to be beside them, continuing to improve their techniques. When they're in high school, they really don't need to be taught anymore, but they still need a coach beside them, helping them fix bad habits, polish their skills, and ensure that they're achieving their full potential. When they become adults, they no longer need or want any training, but they still need a coach beside them to manage the game and be a mentor and be their support. I've seen many bad coaches, and most of the time it is because instead of trying to be a lantern coach, they're out there trying to be a spotlight. They're either shining their light in their player's eyes by throwing the ball and just saying, hit the dang thing, or they turn the other way and say, watch me and do as I do. They never take the time to stand beside each individual player and help them with their needs. So whether you're a leader, a teacher, or a friend, 
it's important to always remember that you can only help someone when you're walking beside them. When someone's in need, the last thing they want or need is someone shining a light in their eyes or running off in front of them with a light. No, they need someone to understand their needs and walk beside them until they can see the path on their own. So whether it's a child that needs to learn before they can walk alone, or a loved one that finds themselves in a tough spot, remember, if we walk in front of them, they may not be able to keep up. And if we walk behind them, they may not be able to lead because they can't see the path. But if we walk beside them, they will grow from our support and guidance. So while headlights are great to light our own path, remember others may be trying to keep up. So let your illumination shine in every direction. Be a lantern. Well, that concludes another episode of the Blue Collar Executive Podcast. I hope you found some value in it or at the very least found it entertaining. I sincerely hope all of your paths are brightly lit. And thank you so much for listening. Music